What's going on, world? Saying diggity back at it again. Road to Victory podcast. Man, I hope you're having a good day. I hope you had a good day because it's a great day. Um, getting right into it. Codependencies, man. Codependencies. A lot of us are netted to not something but someone. Something or someone, you know, that we can't function without. So those are our codependencies, man. We're cold, we're codependent, and I want to, I want to just hit out a few, not all, but a few of them that I could just shoot out straight from the top of my head. Number one, I'll say alcohol, man. Alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. A lot of us out there, we drink with our friends and stuff. We drink to have a good time. You know, um, what what bugs me is the, the alone drinking. You know, when you binge drinking while you're alone, you know, because you don't, I figured... I know in my case, it was because I had so many personalities. I had to be around so many people that when I sat by myself, I didn't know who I was. You know, so so, so I would drink so I wouldn't have to be by myself, if that makes sense. You know, flashback into the first time, you know, I actually picked up a, a bed. I remember I was 15 years old, you know, probably younger than that, probably junior high school. I was probably, I was probably like, I would say eighth grade, 12 years old, 12 years old in eighth grade. You know, I remember my cousin came to South Carolina, from South Carolina to live with us in New York, and we just was Girls was our world. We just had to, you know, and it wasn't even just about girls. I guess it was trying to get better at just communicating with the opposite sex. So it wasn't about, you know, at least not for me. It wasn't about, like, trying to sleep. I wasn't trying to sleep with nobody. Power Rangers came on after school. So I'm not trying to sleep with nobody. I'm trying to watch Hey Arnold and, and SpongeBob, Rocket Power. You know, back in those days, I'm showing my age, cousin Skeeter. <laughs> you know, uh, things of that nature. But you know, my cousin, he he said, you want to get real smooth at talking to girls. He would. We would go to the store and we would get uh, a 40 ounce of St. Ives, a 40 ounce of malt liquor. And he would say, this will turn you into the smoothest man in the world. You know, (laughs) and I believe it. I had nobody else to prove that theory wrong, you know, especially in my neighborhood. That's where. That's what everybody was doing. And it's so crazy because those were my, like, golden basketball years. So that that's 
that was when I was just getting good at it. So, so before then, I had another cousin. We would say we would never smoke. We would never drink. You know, we going straight to the NBA, that discipline. So we had a kind of an idea on what code, what code this, <laughs> what type of vices to have. And and somewhere along the line, we got I got sidetracked, I should say, you know, with the alcohol, with the alcohol. And it's not just me. I know some of us out there always told ourselves we would never do this. We would never do that. Some of y'all said y'all would never go down on a female. And every time I smell your breath, it smells like first trimester. So, you know, we live, we live and we learn. We live and we learn. But, yeah, so, so after, after that, you know, it became accustomed to every time we would go somewhere, whether we go to in New York, whether we would go to like Times Square or Coney Island, like anywhere is like a big setting that females would be there. We we would go and we would have our handy dandy, our handy dandy forty, <laughs> and we would drink and I for for in the beginning. It was that, it, it, he was right. It was that smooth sensation, that out-of-body experience, saying stuff that you would never say with a sober mind. But it's all, it's all, if, if you like a functioning alcoholic, it, it's like, it's all good. It's coming out all, it's coming out the way you want it to come out, you know? And, and I always kept that with me. So even now, 10, 20 years later, you know, I'm just still chasing the first couple of couple of tipsiness, I, I would say. The first couple times I got tipsy as a full-blown alcoholic, still chasing that, man. And it's no good because it, it'll do you more harm than, it, than it'll do you more good. And that's what I'm understanding now, you know. The time it got is it's like a control thing. Times where you don't even want to drink, but you find yourself having to drink and, and the struggle with it, you know, and and the distance yourself from people because this is this is all you taught yourself, you know, how to drink and, and talk crap. And, and and that's the only thing that you look to make you happy when it's a whole world of things that you can experience and make yourself happy with, man. So so the alcohol, man. If you can do anything, you can do everything, man. If you can stop that, if you can get over that hump, you know. I know my boys, my boys that I used to work for and stuff like that at a bar. Shout out my boy Frank. He told me like the art of discipline, man. Them dudes used to come, run the bar, and be finished. Finished, finished. And then for him, it was having kids. You know, he was like, wait a minute, I can't be blacked out. 
I can't be blacked out every day. My kids need me. I can't take a sick day of being a parent. You know, I can't call out. You know, none of those th- none of those things, you know, would have worked out in his favor. So, you know, that. So I'm telling you guys, just find find something bigger than you and stronger than you, and I promise you, you'll get over that hump. The next thing is fair. Fair, man. I know it's a cliche. Force out, force reality. How you say it? Force reality appearing real. Got it. Force reality appearing real. That's our codependency, man. Fair, fair. Living in fear. I want. I know something about that, y'all. I know something about that. I had to turn to alcohol because I was scared I couldn't be myself. I feared being myself. You know, nobody would understand. And nobody would accept me. So I, the alcohol let me get that liquid courage. You know, <laughs> not feeling good enough. You know, that's what held me back. Man, and how I beat it, I had to trust myself. I had to trust myself to be better than good enough. I had to believe in myself. You know, tell myself, you know, and I had help from some I had help from some friends. You know, I probably told this story, but I'll tell it again for all the new listeners out there, man. You know, I was working this job, had this corporate job, one of my first corporate jobs, and it was like a huge difference between the women in the mailroom and like the vice presidents, executives and stuff like that. And and somebody noticed like, yo, you could talk to the women in the mailroom just fine. But when when you start talking to a female that's or somebody that's in, has power, you start to, you know, have confidence in your words. And and I never thought about it like that. It didn't hit me till somebody had to, you know, step out of the frame of the picture to show me. And I used to think the executives and vice presidents, CEOs were out of my league. So I'm like, one of my brothers had to snap me into reality. He said, listen, ain't nobody out your league, man. Yeah. And that was that wasn't just like he was just saying it to to make me feel better, but he put a whole nother the whole he showed me the whole other side of fear. He showed me the whole other side of fear, you know. And and that changed my life forever. So shout out my boy Shaka. Changed my life forever. He said, there's nobody out to leave, bro. It was like, that was the reality I needed to see I could, that I couldn't see on my own. So some of us is, some uh, another codependency is, uh, you know, the people, I would say, I wrote it down as sex, but I would say more so people that feel like they don't want to reset. They don't want to start over in, in their relationships. You know, and it's crazy. Now, 2020, I get a lot of people that's in relationships 
that don't want to leave because they don't want to start start over again. So they they dependent on people to not only make them happy, but to to make them to give them an excuse not to be alone. Not to be alone. I'm here to tell you today it's all right to be alone. It's a right to be alone. I was talking to another cousin yesterday, man. I was telling him, <laughs> I was telling him that you know I'm out here. I find sometimes I find myself out here just chasing women, chasing women, and getting rejection after je- rejection after rejection. And men, it's cool as a man. I I deal with rede- rejection. On a regular basis, like there's not too many things to surprise me. You know what I'm saying? Rejection. I just keep going and stuff like that. But I, I was telling him that, and I had I told him that I had to take a minute to pause and say maybe this is not my calling right now. Maybe God is telling me, you know, get yourself together more, man. You know, get yourself together. Have the right. Work on your mind frame. Work on, work on yourself. You know it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to be alone. And my cousin gonna tell me, I hear you, but man, you need something to squeeze on, bro. <laughs> and my my cousin done did time. He done did time. So a uh, what we call uptown, a long stretch. So I, I felt where he was coming from. I felt where he was coming from, but <laughs> it is it, definitely like a good insight, some dope advice. But at the same time, I think my advice is better. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we scared to be alone, so we use that as an excuse to to not be single. You know, we don't want to start over. We don't want to try it again. We'll go through all, even when it's not working. Even when we're unhappy. And the only way to get happy is self-happiness. You know, we still look for other people for that. But, so, you know, codependencies, y'all. Codependencies. And I'll wrap it up right there. You know, that's what I had on my heart today. Shout out Frank for coming up with the idea. Shout out myself for laying the groundwork. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I wish you love, peace, wealth, and truth always. This is Aunt Diggity. Road to Victory Podcast. I love you. Peace.